here we are post Thanksgiving. I hope you had a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Happy as it could be in the middle of a pandemic. I also want to give a shout out to the people who stayed home. It's a tough thing. It's a very hard thing not to spend time with your family that you love. It is a very hard thing for you not to spend a holiday with maybe an elder in your family, not knowing if it's the last one that you'll ever have the chance to. But many of you, many of you did what was right. You did stay home. Maybe had a Thanksgiving over Zoom. And for that, as a nurse, I want to thank you. Because I know it's not easy. Being a registered nurse, I've missed many a holiday. We don't, sick people don't get better just because it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or your birthday. But I do know that it makes a big impact and it is difficult to do. So I want to tell you thank you. Thank you for doing the things that you should to help keep other people safe. Just as the medical profession has done what they should to keep people safe during the holidays as well. Christmas and New Year's is right around the corner. So maybe even if you did get together for your family for Thanksgiving, I ask you to reconsider for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and that celebration to stay home with your immediate family and not risk getting them sick, not risk getting something from them and infecting other people that you love. This disease is terrible and watching people die from it Seeing the fear is heartbreaking. So I beg you, don't contribute to it and don't be one of those people. I also wanted to spread the word to you that I opened up an Etsy shop that is full of acrylic paintings that I made. The name of the shop is Hope for Human Kindness. It's all one word. Go check it out. And if you like the work, make sure you share with your friends and let them know about it too. I wanted to talk to you today and reach out to the nurses who are listening. Reach out to maybe some individuals who are considering going into nursing school. Maybe you are in nursing school right now. I had a friend of the family ask my mom, what happened to our sweet Jamie? It's kind of a backhanded conversation to have, but I started thinking about it. What did happen to me? If you knew me in my younger years, when I was in elementary, middle, high school, teenager. I was a very straight-laced, play-by-the-rules person. I was very strong and stern on the things that I believed, but I never wanted to rock the boat. I was always terrified that 
never wanted to do that. If I would hear something bad happening, I would just walk away. I don't like confrontation. Very docile type of personality. I began thinking, but who am I now? I like to think that I desire to have peace, but things have changed. But why have they changed? When do they change? And I really contributed it to when I became a nurse. No, nursing does not change you, but it probably should. Every year, the Gallup polls, they release a poll, a study, to show who the Americans believe are the most trusted professions. And in January of 2019, for the 18th year in a row, Americans chose nurses as the number one profession for honesty, integrity, and ethics. My fellow Americans hold nurses to a very high standard. I searched the common attributes that the population believes makes up the world of nursing. What are the characteristics of a nurse? The first quality that should the nurses should have or the first characteristic that makes up a good nurse is caring. I mean, that one's pretty hands down, right? This, it should be a given, but it's not necessarily always the way it is. Most people assume that all nurses enter in the field because caring is one of their leading qualities. But you really shouldn't assume that. Because many nurses who choose the nursing career path, they would they prioritize the fact of having job security. They're interested in using it as a starting point for another career, or they just don't have a lot of other options. But as a nursing quality, caring makes all the difference to patients. A nurse showing a natural tendency to truly care about how their patients feel and in turn, how well they perform their job will have a significant impact on their success in the nursing field, which makes caring a key indicator of a nursing success. The second one is communication skills. Strong communication skills are critical characteristics of a nurse. We spend so much time trying to articulate with the physician the things that are going on, what's going wrong. We also spend so much time trying to take the information that a physician just poured into a patient. While they're a little numb and they're not able to receive all the information, we spend that time dissecting it and explaining it to them in terms and verbiage and at the pace that they need to fully comprehend the issues that the physicians 
spoke with, even about education on new medication that they're taking. Without the ability to interpret and convey communication correctly, medical errors are more likely to occur. Patients often feel neglected and misinformed, and the entire unit will feel the impact. By prioritizing and practicing communication skills, nurses will provide safer care and benefit their patients, their unit, and their entire hospital or health system, not to mention their own long-term career. Number three, which I feel is one of the most important that people going into nursing, I social media is out there for everyone to see. And I see a lack of this with people who are attempting to go into the field. And it really saddens me. And I think this is the place that caused the most change within my own being. Empathy. With nurses caring for perhaps thousands of patients throughout their careers, it can all be too easy to become desensitized or remember what it was like to be a non-clinical person. A characteristic of a good nurse is one that shows empathy to each patient, making a true effort to put themselves in their patient's shoes. In one of the classes that I took in college, one of my favorite classes, it was a philosophy class, the instructor explained the difference between empathy and sympathy as being if you have experienced the same thing as another individual and they're having a hard time that is very similar to what you experienced firsthand, then you're going to be sympathetic to them. That's where you have sympathy. Now, if you have no idea what it's like because you've never gone through the similar things that someone has, but yet your heart breaks for them, you feel bad for them, you try to understand the pain, the frustration, even the happiness that they're experiencing in some cases. That is empathy. And by practicing empathy, nurses are more likely to treat their patients as people and focus on a person-centered care approach rather than just strictly following routine guidelines. When patients are fortunate enough to encounter these characteristics of a good nurse, it makes their experience that much better. With becoming a nurse and getting in the field, I had exposure to cultures that I never had exposure to previously. I had exposure to people who made tough and not always what we consider good experiences in life. With having conversations at the bedside with patients, I heard about experiences that I never knew people went through. I never saw or heard the pain firsthand from an individual who was going through those things. 
vast array of cultures, of religions, of lifestyles, of socioeconomic statuses, that has changed me. And that has opened my eyes to the unfair and unjust ways of our country, some on a community level with how people interact with one another. To hear the pain firsthand from those individuals that experienced it. All the way to how people feel the entire country sees and treats them with their own personal stories. And how tired and exhausted they are from having to fight and yell to just be seen and be heard as a what what our society considers a normal person. I think that's where the change came for me. Number five, nurses need to have problem-solving skills. While clinical knowledge and training is taught throughout a nurse's education, on-the-job training is the most effective way to help shape a nurse's problem-solving skills. I mean, that's, that's understandable, right? And although years of experience can help hone this skill, some naturally possess better problem-solving skills as part of their qualities and traits of a nurse. Problem-solving skills are essential to nursing, as nurses generally have the most one-on-one time with patients and are often responsible for much of the decision-making related to their care. Even seemingly small decisions can have major impacts and cause adverse patient outcomes if incorrectly made. Number six, stamina. The physical demand on nurses is perhaps one of the most underestimated aspects of our careers. I'm going to say that one more time. The physical demand on nurses is perhaps one of the most underestimated aspects of our careers. Within one shift, a nurse lifts an average of 1.8 tons. That is roughly the weight of a hippo. My mom uh, has been sick with pancreatic cancer, and my dad called one day because she wasn't doing well, and I had to get her to the car, and I picked her up, carried her out to the car, put her in, buckled her in, and my dad just stood with his eyes open, his mouth open. He couldn't believe the little five-foot me was able to lift this other human, grown woman, tiny though, from, from what she's been going through, and carry her out. And I tried to explain to him, you have no idea. The size of the people that we're turning every two hours, pulling up in the bed, having all of their weight on us as they're attempting to fall. No idea. Additionally, studies have found that nurses walk an average of four to five miles per shift. That's pretty easy to believe where it should be. In an average 12-hour shift, nurses exercise a unique balance of physical and emotional stamina that few other industries encounter. 
Effectively managing this skill is what makes a great nurse. This extremely important skill impacts nurses, their co-workers, and of course the patients. Having sufficient stamina is one of the most important qualities of a great nurse. Number seven, a sense of humor. To derive satisfaction from such a mentally and physically exhausting career, nurses that can find time for a laugh are typically more successful in their roles. A lot of people during this pandemic, nurses were hopping on TikTok. They were making videos that each other could laugh at. And the country was just getting angry and saw it as non-professional. Which is, is kind of tough because, especially in the middle of this pandemic, we're scared. We're scared for our patients. We're afraid for our families. And we're afraid that we're not going to wash our hands perfectly or we didn't sanitize the keyboard that we touched and then we ate a potato chip. And now do I have COVID-19 that I'm going to potentially give it to my family who may or may not survive it? It's, it's heavy. So a lot of nurses, they were doing things that collectively around the country that we could all laugh at because we understood what each other was going through. But non-clinical people really got angry at it. Really were frustrated at the laughter. So just a reminder, guys. We've got to, we have to have some release too in the middle of all of this. But that fun and great sense of humor, it trickles down to the patients. Having a good sense of humor also helps spread positivity to other nurses, is what I was just saying. But it also does it to the patients and their families. A good sense of humor is not only a characteristic of a nurse leader, but it reminds patients and their families that nurses are people too. And ultimately, and ultimately, with this type of laughter, with this type of release, it increases their trust and openness with sharing feedback and concerns, which is really important to have. In especially stressful times, patients and their family members are appreciative of any efforts, no matter how small, to help bring a bit of cheer. Number eight. I think this one is also one that has caused me to become who I am, not just the sweet person, but the person who has to stand up and do something. Number eight, commitment to patient advocacy. This concept alone is the foundational core tenet of healthcare from the Hippocratic Oath 
to nearly every hospital's mission statement in one phrase or another. Keep patients safe, deliver the highest quality of care. In other words, be an advocate for the patients with special attention to their overall safety. As one of the leading qualities of a nurse leader, a great nurse understands that patient advocacy is a mindset that must be practiced every single day with every single patient throughout every stage of the care continuum. Many patients enter a hospital or healthcare setting disoriented, confused, they're unable to speak up and advocate for their own safety. Having a nurse that practices with a strong passion for patient advocacy will ensure that they're always fighting for the very best for all of their patients. Nine, a willingness to learn. With technological improvements and breakthrough studies in science, the healthcare industry and healthcare workers must prove to be successfully adaptive to provide the highest quality of patient care possible. Nurses spend more bedside time with patients than any other role in healthcare, and their willingness to learn and put new knowledge into practice is one of the leading traits of a good nurse. So remember that next year because I'm pretty sure that in 2021, nurses may not be high ranking. We were heroes about six months ago. Now, we really make you angry about this pandemic. Improvements in education approaches can help foster successful learning environments, but a good nurse must possess a natural willingness to learn for them to be truly beneficial. This important skill applies to nurses of all ages throughout every stage of their career, from recent graduates to the highly experienced. Number 10. Okay, this one is a hands down, and this is one that my teacher told me they didn't know how, they couldn't teach me this. Number 10 is critical thinking. While having a strong willingness to learn it's, it's very important, but being able to put that important skill in a good nurse, putting that knowledge into successful practice requires an ability to think critically, especially in high stress situations. A nurse with highly functioning critical thinking skills is one of the most important characteristics of a professional nurse. After years of education and training, the ability to apply clinical guidelines and best practices on the floor depends on a nurse's ability to think critically, which is quickly noticed either positively or negatively by leadership, other nurses, and ultimately the patients. I mean, if you've ever been in the hospital setting, you've had nurses that were not the smartest cookies, right? So it's easy to pick out if you're not an intelligent and critical thinker. While the skill can be improved over time, it's often something that comes more naturally to some nurses than others. Number 11 is time management. Holy moly, is this something that nurses need to have. And if you don't have it, you gotta get it. Figure it out. Balancing multiple patients, stressful care situations, 
And completing priorities is no small feat during a 12-hour shift. Having the ability to implement effective time management is a key personality trait for nursing, as is being able to concentrate on the most critical issue first, which isn't necessarily the patient slash family that's demanding the most. Setting time aside for self-care is also a crucial component to time management. I feel like this is a part of it that nurses don't, I think we recognize it, but we don't really dive into it because we're so busy thinking about at work, all the things that we need to do, the things that we need to accomplish to better help our patients. And then when we go home, we have family that we want to please. And so our cup gets really depleted. And we often forget that we have to take care of us too. Or our burnout rate is going to be even higher than it is right now. So refusing to take a quick break or regroup during an especially intense 12-hour shift, it won't benefit anyone involved in the care process. And that's one of the things that I struggle with myself. When I did work bedside in NeuroICU, I didn't trust to leave the bedside for 45 minutes and have someone else watch my patients because I was afraid that they were going to miss a small detail and then the patients would ultimately suffer or would they not hear the alarm on the medication that was infusing and then when I come back their blood pressure is going to tank. It, you have to depend on each other but it's very difficult to do so. Number 12 is leadership. While most nurses approach their care with patient care in mind, right? We, we want to care for people. We want to help people. Many will unexpectedly transition into leadership roles. Unfortunately, it's all too common for this promotion to arrive without adequate training without adequate development opportunities or without sufficient support and mentorship. A quality a good nurse, I'm sorry, a quality of a good nurse that would become more and more valuable in the growing nursing field is the ability to successfully lead. However, if a nurse manager recognizes their role isn't perhaps the right fit, Knowing when or how to voice that concern is equally as admirable as thriving in the role itself. Exercising leadership skills in any role or level of an organization shows a willingness to grow and adapt to one's pace. Mentorships from nursing leaders can also teach invaluable lessons on how to become a great nurse. So if that's something that you're thinking about, because even though we just said oftentimes nurses get thrown into it. If you think that being a manager is something that you would be interested in, find a manager and ask them if you could potentially shadow them. See for sure that that's something you want to pursue. Ask them what qualities they think make a good manager. Ask any additional education that maybe you should get, any certifications. 
we need good managers. And the last one is experience. It's important to note that as veteran nurses leave the healthcare industry and begin retirement, they're taking with them years of experience and knowledge, and that can't be quickly replaced. I could go into a whole thing about the baby boomers and how they're retiring, and then they're gonna, this mass amount of people will need to be cared for. But that's maybe a podcast for another day. So by engaging with new nurses, if you are a nurse, if you are an experienced nurse, try to instill an expectation of continuous learning while creating a positive environment for them to learn. And we also need to not instill fear of judgment. Because my mom always told me, and she was right, just like all the rest of the stuff normally, Whenever I would get anxious about not being good at something, or really just not being the best at something, she always told me, Jamie, everyone starts in the same spot. And it's true. No one is instantly and magically the best at what they do without putting in the hard work. And everyone learns at different paces. Some people pick things up easier than others, but it doesn't mean that they are going to be the best there is just because it is easy for them. So if you're thinking about nursing as a career and you want some more advice, let me know. Or if you are a nurse and you think that I left out any qualities, be sure to let me know. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook page, go to hopeforhumankindness.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter so that you can see when new episodes are put out. And I hope that you have a great and wonderful week ahead of you. And don't forget to stay safe.